0: Log Talk Radio.
1: All right, so here we go. We're about to go live in a minute. Welcome, welcome, welcome to In the Barber Zone with your man, Chavez, right here on Blog Talk Radio, com. Hey, y'all, thank you for joining today. It's a special time. We're doing it today, Thursday, high noon, right here, I'm, and I'm doing it live from the shop, so if you're looking on Facebook Live, you can see me. I'm doing it live from the shop, so go to my Facebook page or to the In the Barber Zone page, and uh, you can see it live and direct. But one thing you have to remember, this is a call-in talk show. It's a call-in show, so you won't be able to hear me back and forth on the Facebook Live. You have to go to 563-999-3404. Y'all call into the show. We're talking about breast cancer. See the pink? If you can see me, you can see the pink. Talking about breast cancer, men's breast cancer, and male and uh, mental wellness. So, y'all, thank you again for joining in to the show. We're right here in the barbershop Zone with your man Chavez. Right here. I'm going live from the shop. Other barbers here in the shop. My man Mark over here. So, hey, if y'all hear something in the background, we're in the barbershop. Shop. We're doing it live. You're in the barbershop Zone with your man Chavez. So we're going to be getting at this for the next hour. Uh, we got a couple of individuals that's going to call into the show and um, give us a little expertise on it. I'm not an expert. This is just my show. This is just my vehicle, and I'm just using this to, you know, raise awareness on um, issues going on in the shopping in the community. And one of them is breast cancer. So we are talking about it, and um, I want you all to join in. The number is 563-999-3404, Facebook Live. What's going on? I see you all. Um, We're going to get here and join this show, y'all. I know we got a lot of breast cancer survivors overcomers, and individuals that are in the struggle right now. So we just want to talk about it. We want to talk about the mental state of an individual once they're diagnosed with cancer. I'm not talking about the James. I'm not talking about the walk. I'm not talking about none of that. No disrespect to none of that. All that's great. But I'm talking about mental wellness, somebody's state of mind that's actually going through the day-to-day fight of cancer. So, yeah. Thank y'all for joining. Hey, in the Barber Zone right here is Blog Talk Radio, Radio dot com slash We'll go right to the site, Radio dot com, and y'all y'all can join in. We're talking about breast cancer, so um, if you want to call in again, five six three nine 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 three four zero four, and there you can press one and let me know that you want to come on the air and to you share your story. You know, share your story with somebody. It might bless somebody else. Um, especially if you're a brother that's had breast cancer. That's right, brothers, brothers, we get breast cancer too. So, yeah, we do have breasts. You know, we want to call them our pecs and pop them like Terry Crews and all of that, but yo, anytime you have tissue like that, there can be cancerous cells and you can develop breast cancer just like a woman. And come to find out, men, we have a. Uh, less successful rate of survival breast cancer because we really don't know about it, and that way we get checked later and it's at a higher rate. We're already affected more uh, by the time we find it out. So, y'all, yeah, um, let's talk about it. You're in the Barber's Zone with your man, Chavez. Um, let's see. All right, so also, I mean, if you're here in Columbus, we'll be here at the shop tonight from 6 to 8 doing the Barbershop Talk we talking about stuff like this, stuff that happens to men, stuff that goes on in the shop. So join us right here, uh, 5533 East Livingston Avenue, right here in Groove's Barbershop. So um, before, let's see, without further ado, I'm going to bring the sister on that. We're um, Mary Jenkins. We uh, met Mary a long time ago, and, um, you know, a long time ago back at Peaks. If y'all know what that is. It's now NCUL and the Wellness Walk, but it was some years ago. And, you know, we've developed a relationship, and Mary has two organizations. I guess they're one of the same now, two different names, but they all have the same purpose. And that's helping individuals that's going through breast cancer, that's fighting the case, Not the chemo part, but. The wellness part, the, the the mental part, you know, the paying of your bills, handling your family, having a day to pay life. So, uh, without a further ado, let's see. We got it all
0: All
1: right. Mary Jenkins. Chris hey, Chavez, How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Um, how are
2: you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. I was listening and I'm like, okay, I got to make sure that I listen real well so I can. Uh, answer any questions and be able to give the information the best that I can based off of, you know, my years of experience, even though I'm not a man, but I do know men who get diagnosed with breast cancer.
1: Yeah. And, and, and hopefully, hopefully we'll get brother Ron on um, who is a brother who's had breast cancer to get on and, and share his story and, and, you know, enlighten us a little bit on brothers getting breast cancer and all that stuff. So, uh, first of all, Mary, let the people know who you are. Let them know about your, you know, your your, your organizations, and let them know your story. So, you know, when we start talking this, they they don't just think you, you know, just somebody off the street don't know what you're talking about. So, uh, let them know who you are for a second.
2: Okay. Well I would say I'm I'm definitely not somebody just off the street and I lived it. I lived the battle not and just the, once but twice. <laughs> and in between battle and the beast I had a failed reconstruction that I had to fight through that too. And so uh, back you know, in two thousand
1: six. Five six three nine 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 three four zero four.
2: So I'm back in two thousand <laughs> it's okay. Back in two thousand six I was diagnosed with stage three, almost stage four breast cancer. And I started chemo, and then while I was going through treatment, I got laid off from work. I had bills that I needed to pay, and I was like, well, okay, breast cancer, you go to the Breast People, which is the Coleman Foundation. So I went to them, and I asked mm-hmm. them, could I get help? And I found out that out of the millions of dollars that they raised, that they don't use any of it to help people the way that I needed help because I needed help with the electric, gas, the water, the house note, the car note, the car insurance, cell phone bill, credit card. I needed help paying the bills the because I wasn't going stuff. to work. The day-to-day life yeah. stuff. And they told me to go to the American Cancer Society. I went to them, found out they don't use any of their money. And so I started on this journey trying to find help, and I couldn't find anybody to give me the help that I needed. So I did what most Christians do. I went to the church, and I was having a heated conversation with the Lord at the altar, and fortunately, my pastor overheard me, and when he overheard what was going on, he was like, MJ, what do you mean? And I explained it again, and you know, he offered that since because I was a member, good standing, a tither, and serving the Lord, to let the church pay my bills for me, which was a blessing, but my thought was, what about everybody else? Who's helping them? I knew I wasn't alone. And so he said, well, you know, what you going to do about it? And I said, I'm going to tell. And so for the last 13 years now, I've been telling people where money goes and where money doesn't go. And, you know, I started Christians Overcoming Cancer to be the answer for breast cancer patients. But then we got a referral of a woman who had cervical cancer, and I told her we couldn't help her because she had the wrong type of cancer. And, you know, that's crazy in itself. And so we changed our... Yeah, we changed our mission to include all cancers. And so now we work with anybody that's in active treatment, regardless of what cancer they have, regardless of their religious affiliation, their preference, their orientation, their you name it, we don't care because cancer don't care. And so
1: exactly.
2: in that, you know, because we you know, we're funded based off of donations, I chose to not go after grants because when you get grant money, they can tell you what you can and can't do with it. and I need to be able to help the people with what they say they need help with, and so we go after donations. And one of the ways we collect donations is through our partnership that we have with the hair and beauty industry, which is Hairstyles and Beauty for Hope. So that's why you know people that come on, you know me if you see me at the hair shows because I am there, (laughs) and I am there asking everybody to make a donation (laughs) because the donations are real. I don't have any problem asking. I am I am not afraid in any way, shape, or form because I look at it like this. You know, some of the shows that I go to, you know, have 50,000 people that show up from all across the country. Yeah. So if 50,000 people gave $5, do you know how much money that is to be able to help the people? So I do math real quick in my head, and I'm like, I, if I do this and I just need it this way – because especially there's a video that I posted on my Facebook page about a woman who just got diagnosed with cancer and 200 people brought her hundred dollar bills. And I was like, Oh, this is crazy. But that's the, that's the thing. If the people just come together and we, you know, everybody give a little bit, we can help out a lot of people. And so that's, that's my thing. um, That is my thing.
1: So Mary, I am not the expert at all. I, I very I know little a little bit of very little about breast cancer. So can you share some of the numbers about um breast cancer, some of the causes of breast cancer and some of the treatments that you know from your experience?
2: Well, from my experience, no. I I'm I'm the rebel in the world of cancer because people always talk about that there's a cure this and there's a cure that. Um I do not believe that there is a cure simply because everybody has abnormal cells in their body. So everybody is at risk of having a cancer cell in their body. And I do not believe that there is a way to destroy every single abnormal cancer cell in our body because then that would make us perfect. And none of us are are perfect. And so, but as far as treatment, you know, oftentimes people don't want to go through treatment because of the side effects of the treatment. There are articles out there that talk talk about how, you know, it's not the cancer that's killing people, but it's the treatment that they go through because it's so aggressive. You know, my second when I battled cancer the second time, it was so bad that it caused me to have heart failure and difficulty walking, and I still suffer from that today, and it's been four years. But I'm still able to make it through, and so I did some some search because I know we're talking about men when it comes to cancer, and
1: yeah.
2: if men will simply go to the doctor when they find out something wrong, like if they feel there's a lump in my chest area, you know, in my pec or around my nipple, if a man feels you know something that just don't feel right around him, if he'll just go get checked, and if it gets diagnosed and caught early. So if it's stage zero or stage one, there is a 100% recovery rate at stage zero, stage one. Now, when you get to between stage one and stage two, it's at 84%. And then after that, the numbers drop way low. And see, the problem that we have, you know, and having been part of the African-American male wellness walk from way back when. No, African-American men don't want to go to the doctor, period. They don't want to go to the doctor. And men, period, regardless of race, want to go to the doctor because they don't want to have to deal with the, if I have a family and I am I get diagnosed with something, I'm going to have to take time off of work. How am I going to be able to pay for the bills? How am I going to be able to do this, that, then, and the other? And then that's when they're all messed up. When really, if just go and, to and, the doctor, and it and may that, not be so where, bad. That's
1: where the, yeah, And that's where the mental health problems start to come in because, you know, once you're diagnosed with something like that, now you start to think about, you know, like you said, your family, your job, you know, how is this going to affect your body? So now you start getting depressed and you start thinking about the end and you start having negative thoughts in your mind. So that's where, and you're right, that's when men really need to talk is when we go through stuff like that. and we need to talk about more about going to the doctor so we can find Correct. out about um, um, things like this because breast cancer in men is something that is not talked about. I mean, we already as men don't talk about what's going on in our lives and something like breast cancer is something we're really not talking about because it's nothing that's really been brought up in our community at all. I mean, it's just Correct. Since, recently since since the... um you know, the breast cancer awareness and the uh, Coleman foundations and all the walks and everything that there's been a rise in awareness in men's cancer. And, you know, we've got more uh, more athletes and entertainers coming out speaking about um, they have breast cancer. And, you know, since I decided to do this show a couple of days ago, it was last week, but in the past couple of days, you know, I got up and I saw it on the CBS morning show. They was talking about men's cancer and an athlete who just had, had, you know, had to have surgery and an old wrestler and um, I believe it's, uh, I believe Demetrius Stanley just came out and said that he has breast uh, breast cancer. So um, it's a lot to talk about, and we've got to raise this awareness. We've got to make it okay for men to talk about the things that's going on in our lives. You know, you feel your chest, and you feel a little, a little bump or a little mass right there. We don't think about it. You know, it's will go away. It's a pimple. You know, right. stuff like that. It, it, it's just, it's just a pimple. It'll go away, and then it starts getting tender and sore and itchy. With us being conditioned not to show weakness, we just suffer through it until you Correct. know are Un- Correct. Unnecessarily. Maid, unnecessarily. Yes. Um, and then our mates, our partners, finally see it or they go to touch us or hug us or whatever and you twitch. And, What's wrong? Uh, it's just a little sore. And then from them going through their routine, I mean, um, um, not collecting the test, go, go through the test. to The mammogram. Uh, the mammogram, yeah, get me right. In the mammogram, I looked at it right here, and I said the wrong thing. They go through the mammogram. You guys know the signs. So if it, if there's something in us, then uh, the only way we get to the doctor nine times out of ten is if a family member or a loved one forces us to go to the doctor. So that is true. And the reality
2: of it is, you know, as far as the signs, if you know, men will men will take signs and will say they nothing. You know, unless there's blood all over the place. <laughs> you know, yeah. if they're touching, if they're touching their chest, always oh, because I probably pull the muscle. Uh, no, or if they feel a little lump, always oh, probably I'm catching a cold. It's a lymph node or something. And They try to self-diagnose, and that is the worst yeah. thing to do. The best thing so is just we, so suck told it up, go to the
1: doctor. If it's not broken, if it's not bleeding, if I can still function. Come on, man. I'm a man. I'm going to stuff it up. I'm going to keep it moving. I ain't about to let nobody out hurting. What well, I look like, telling y'all I got a, I got a lump in my chest. Huh? Are you crazy? How want y'all looking but, at me but, like that?
2: And see, that's what we got to get over. Being, you know, caring about know. what somebody going to think, you know, and it's, know. well, that's what men have to get over. And it's a choice. Exactly. I mean, it's, yeah, it's hard. Do. It's hard. It is. It's like men just got to, you know, men got to get to the point where they thinking about themselves and their family for real. So if as a man exactly. you got a pain in your chest, oh, you shouldn't care whether or not every friend you got gonna look at you crazy, unless them jokers you know is paying man, your man, bills. You'll understand that, though. But
1: you, you you'll see here's the thing. I mean, y'all say that, but y'all y'all aren't men. Y'all wasn't raised up to be like that. Y'all were raised to be, you know, comforters and nurturers and all that. We're raised to be tough and strong, not to show weakness, not to show pain, not to show so. But society having two different standards on this—that's why we don't open up. And then if but here's, do the thing, no, here's the thing, no, here's the thing. You
2: just said something. And, and that you just said something
1: powerful. Yeah, So.
2: Here's the thing, it takes a strong man to admit their failures, yeah. to admit their pains, to admit their weaknesses. That's where strength comes in. It's a weak yeah. man that will walk around knowing they're in pain and won't do anything about it. That's selfish and that's weak.
1: We We know that, but in society... That's how we're taught. If 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 you show if you show those signs of weakness, you're a weak man. No man wants no man wants to be thought of as a weak man. And that's not right. But that's just how society does it. So hey y'all you're in the barber zone with your man Shavier's moment. Right here in the barber zone. Hey, we're talking about breast cancer, men and mental wellness. We're on the line right now with, with my girl Mary Jenkins. We live. We're on the Facebook Live. So if you're on the Facebook Live and you want to hear the conversation that's going back and forth, call 563-999-3404, and you can hear the interaction or go to uh, in the Barber's Own Facebook page and click Listen Now. Or you can go to com and click listen out, you can hear the show. So I so, uh, appreciate y'all taking your time out. It's lunchtime. You can have a bite, and, you know, you can get your hair right, right here, with your man, be right here, uh, Barber's on Radio. Um, we got uh, Sister Mary on here from Christians Overcoming Cancer, Hairstyles for Hope. So we're talking about breast cancer, men, and mental wellness. And, yeah, y'all, I know it's not Wednesday at 9 p.m., it's Thursday, high noon. And I'm doing it right here from the shop. Yeah, I'm right here in the shop. You might be able to hear Mark in the background cutting, but hey, we getting it in. We getting head rights on the radio and we're getting head rights in the chair. So y'all I appreciate y'all taking your time. I and mean, when you call, five six three nine 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 three four zero four. Simply press one and it lets me know that uh that you got that you wanna say something. I got a little studio board right here I'm looking at. So If you're on the Facebook Live and you see me looking to the side, I'm looking here on on the studio board. So, again, thank y'all. Thank y'all. I'm not the expert. I'm just here using my vehicle as this show to raise the awareness about mental wellness first. We're not talking about illness. We're talking about mental wellness, you know, and the stuff that goes on in our community that affects our men. You know, African-American men, but men as a total, as a whole. So, y'all, I thank y'all for supporting In the Barber Zone. Support me, everything y'all say. When y'all see me, I I appreciate it. It keeps me moving. So, y'all, call in to the show. Share your story. If you know know a brother who's had cancer, a survivor, have him call in. I don't know. I got the show so I can share people's stories and share the information. So, um, again, thank you. Uh, we got a little bit more than like 40 minutes left, and we're just talking about the mental state of an individual when they receive the diagnosis of cancer. That's what I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about the James and the wall. And the, the, the walk for the cure and all that stuff—that's all good. But let's talk about the person that's actually going through the battle, going through this 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 life this life altering experience. That's what I want to talk about. So, if you're one of those people, call in. We want to hear your story. Your story can save somebody else. And you don't have to give your name or none of that stuff. Just call in, 563-999-3404. Press 1. Let me know you want to say something. Hey, yo, share your story, share your experience. It might help somebody that's just starting in this journey. And, um, y'all, next week I'll be going back to the regular time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Wednesday night. And next week's show is still going to be about cancer, but we're going to be saluting our survival and giving a big up to our overcomers of cancer, the ones that who who, who have fought the battle and who 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 have beaten this thing that we know as cancer. So, y'all, again, I thank y'all for joining the show. Let's see, we got people don't call my phone, call into the show. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um Miss Mary, uh what is I'm trying to see if this is the brother Ron's number on there. I got a a few numbers on here, and nobody has pressed one, so I appreciate y'all for listening. But um, if the brother Ron is on here, press one, good brother, and I'll get you on so you can share your story. Because, um, Mary, tell tell us a little bit about the brother, uh, about the brother Ron that you was telling me, who um, is a survivor of male breast cancer you know, before he gets on the line, if you would.
2: Well, Ron is someone that I happened to meet as a result of um, being interacting with the Coleman Foundation one day, and I found out that he was diagnosed. And I was like, this is a man that was diagnosed with breast cancer. How? How in the world? And that's when I really began to start realizing that being diagnosed with male breast cancer was something that was actually going on. And so I reached out to Ron years ago, and been able to watch the work that he's been able to do, to do to help bring advocacy to that whole that whole plight, because men are getting diagnosed with cancer more often, or specifically breast cancer, because he's a two time breast cancer survivor, uh, and okay. men are being men are being diagnosed with breast cancer more often than people think. Uh, they're just not saying anything because there, there's an element of embarrassment or shame connected to it. Because like you said, you know, how you want to tell your your boy that you got diagnosed with breast cancer, you know, but the thing is, most people don't know that men can get breast cancer as well. Yes. And so yes. when and we talked about know, doing this show, this, I was I like, you got to have Ron on. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, and, 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 and thank you again for educating me because, I didn't even think about the male breast cancer. I mean, you know, the barbershop, we talk about a lot of things that go on in and, and brothers' lives. And one thing, um. okay, hey, Ron just said he got the voicemail. He was the one that was calling my phone. So if you would, send Ron the number. Send him to 563-999-34 because I see he just saw sent a message. Give it to me
2: again, 563.
1: I'm about to uh about to hit him right now. And um and while may may real quick while, while I'm getting him on the line. Um I got my man calling in and I, I I really appreciate this right here. Big Blue Welcome to the Yo, show, what's sir. Up, sir? But, uh, thank you. Oh uh, man, awesome. Hey, thank you for calling in man. I told you about the show. We're talking about cancer, so Hey, share some information with the people, man. Thank you for joining the barbers on the day.
0: Hey man, I um you know, my, my mother's a, a breast cancer survivor. I've dealt with I've had a lot of family deal with it. I'm also aware I've had a male friend dealing with, with breast cancer. So it, it is something that we don't as men don't think can happen to us. But as men we also don't go to the doctors enough. So we don't go until something's hurting or broken. So a lot of times the breast cancer that men get diagnosed with could probably be dealt with and, and addressed if it's captured early enough. But if we don't go to the doctor, we don't know. So we don't get prostate exams. We, don't, we just keep moving until, like, you know, our body shuts down on us.
1: Yeah, and, 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 that's, what that and, and, and that's what we have to get out. That's what we've got to do. We, we've got to change that mindset of, what 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 brothers talk about and y'all this my man this is this my brother right here this this my this my roommate Mike Williams man and uh, this means a lot for him to call in here because I've been doing this show for years and have people I I know and love in my life called that means a lot so and I know he's he's around individuals in the music industry and and in our mass media industry that are dealing with this. And the thing is, we need to be able to get our athletes, and our entertainers, the brothers that that make an impact in millions of people's lives, to open up and share these things. You know, we've got uh, we've got athletes coming out and and talking more about um, the mental mental health issues, whether it be depression, you know, suicide, and then things. But but these things like you know, male breast cancer and prostate cancer and things like that. We need to get that more in the forefront. So, Blue, thank you, man. I appreciate you, man. Hold on a little bit. Look like you we got that, a Brother bro. Ron jo- joining the Barber Zone with us. Let's so see if we can get in here. Um, and the way we do it on the show, I-, I-, I give out your area code and your first three numbers. I'm not going to give out your whole number. So call in from 937-307. Welcome to the Barber Zone. Who are we having on the line with us today?
0: Ron Coleman, male breast cancer survivor of thirteen years this December first.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for thank you for joining us and good brother. Congratulations on being a two pound breast cancer survivor. You're awesome. Uh you're you're the individuals I want to speak with on my show. Because you're okay, the individuals thank you for that can uh, Yes, you you're the individuals that can raise the awareness and give encouragement to us brothers who may go through something like this. So I, I really appreciate you taking your time out. And um, first of all, let everybody know who you are. Uh, if you would give us a bit about your story and um, then maybe, you know, have a few questions for you.
0: Okay. Uh, my name is Ron Coleman. Um, I'm a 13-year male breast cancer survivor and a four-year prostate cancer survivor, uh, very blessed in every aspect of my life. Uh, I too, uh, probably like most uh, especially African-American men, but like most males, uh, didn't think it could happen to me. Uh, fortunately, with through due diligence and doing uh, the visits to my doctor, I felt a, a lump around my breast and felt that it needed to be addressed, went to my doctor, and he said, yeah, I don't think it's anything, but let's check it out to make sure. So I underwent the process of a mammogram and the ultrasound, and I did have stage two male breast cancer. Uh, Through immediate action on December 1st, uh, I was able to be blessed and have that removed and my lymph nodes, everything came back clean. The testing, I am a proud parent of three children, my children have been tested, so there's, there's no need for them to worry in that regard. Uh, I do, I did, I did, was fortunate enough 13 years ago to have a platform in the fact that my son, Kurt Coleman, who's now with the Buffalo Bills, was playing for the Ohio State Buckeyes. So at that time, I was afforded okay. an opportunity from other news media uh, in the uh, Columbus area, Dayton, Cincinnati area, to talk and meet and greet with a lot of people. So I was very blessed. Well, that that's
1: asking. how I know your name. Okay, so I, I, when, when, when Mary said your name, I'm like, I know his name, and I didn't know how, but now I know. So Yeah, everyone you, knows you, it's my you, son, not me.
0: That's okay. Thank you. Very <laughs> blessed. <laughs> no, so no, I help no, better,
1: Brother Coleman, I do a lot of things in the community, and, you know, I'm in a lot of meetings and things, so. Uh, I believe me and you have have been in a uh, in a meeting or or in the same surrounding uh, once at a time because I saw your face on Facebook and I was like I know that that gentleman's face so, um, thank you again for taking your time out to call and um, share your story. Um, on this show today, it's it's titled "Breast Cancer Men and Mental Wellness," and what I wanted to touch on is the mental aspect that men go through when they get that diagnosis of cancer. So if you would, would you share some of the things, some of the, uh, some of the things that went through your mind when you first got that diagnosis of cancer and some of the things that you did to prepare yourself mentally for the battle?
0: Well, one of the things that you know, I was aware, I'm a high school basketball coach here in the Dayton area. I, I teach health, but at the time when I got to my breast cancer, I was an assistant principal and basketball coach. Uh, when I first got the diagnosis, I, I don't believe in really being depressed. I'm very fortunate in that regard, or maybe crazy in one sense, because uh, I don't believe in having bad days. I only have bad moments, and in those bad moments, yes. I try to work to find a positive in it. And the positive that I took was that it wasn't my wife, it wasn't my kids, it wasn't my daughter. And that I knew from the moment that I was diagnosed that I would beat it. But I I, I guess in a sense I was more fortunate than others because of my mental mindset, my approach to life. Uh, My faith uh, is so strong that I never – I knew that either way I went, even if God decided to take me, I won. If God leaves me here, I win. So my, my battle is easy. But my, my biggest battle, okay. concern, and you talked about the mental health approach to it, is the fact that uh, a lot of us men are, are so maybe self-centered, egotistical. We think that it can't happen to us. We're so macho that we, we stop to see that, yes, it can happen to us. And then what do we do? We become recluse, or we maybe we turn to alcohol or drugs. And those type of things. That's not the answer. My answer was faith. And and through that and getting out and telling people I didn't hide. I was very visible in the community. Anybody that wanted to hear my voice or see my face or sometimes I even showed my chest where I'd had my breast removed because it shows an example. And uh, I believe that all warriors have scars, and that's my scar, and that's you know, part of my gift from God to be able to be able to do that. Yeah.
1: Okay, that's awesome. Because this is something that rarely rarely men have to face. So finding a, a brother that's a brother that's been through it and, you know, that can that will share his testimony is a benefit for us also. Again, brother, I I I I thank you. Let me see. I pulled up a little bit off the Susan G. Coleman. Uh Less than one less than one percent of all cancers, cancer cases occur in men. Breast cancer yes. risk is low uh, in, in men versus women. Uh, the risk of breast cancer is about one in eighty three in the U.S. for men, but compared to women, it's one in eight.
0: Yes. Will be.
1: That's, that's, An average that's, of
0: 2,140 okay. men die of cancer uh, each year, and that's probably uh, primarily because it isn't diagnosed. And the other part about that is that uh, if men don't get checked and they look on that death certificate, it might be uh, uh, pancreatic cancer. It might be cancer of the brain because it may have spread somewhere. It may be prostate cancer okay. because maybe that breast cancer spread and you know, once it metastasizes, life changes everything. So if you don't get a check, yeah. and it's not ever diagnosed as breast cancer. That statistic may be totally skewed. Oh, and you know what? That that's
1: something, of course, something that we didn't think about is if you get bre- if you get breast cancer, it can jumpstart cancer in other parts of your body. And like you said, yes. once you go to the doctor and they do the routine sex, you know, the prostate cancer and stuff like that. Um, breast cancer really isn't I know I've had my physical and all that stuff and breast cancer isn't like on the list to get checked for men.
0: No, I you bet know, when you, you had your the, physical up. the doctor didn't check your breast. He didn't do the he didn't do the self no. exam that, that we asked, you know, that the women talk about doing uh that that us men could do the very same thing. And that's how I initially found mine. I found the uh, meaty, uh, fatty tissue around my breast area, and I didn't think it should be there. As I was uh, coming in, I heard you mention about uh, about the kind of the wellness check in terms of doing that. But that's something that we can do ourselves. Yeah. And and the body, the body tells us what's wrong. The if we listen to our body the body will give us signs and symptoms of that there's something wrong with our body and we need to listen to it and address it and get it looked yeah. at. Well, well, well,
1: and well one Brother Ryan, that also you know... that you know...
0: Go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go, go, go ahead. Finish your point, go ahead. No, one, one of the things that, that I found also is that there are so many avenues uh, out there if you say you can't afford it, there's so many avenues where you can find help and support to get that exam. There really are. And you mentioned yeah. thing about Susan G. Coleman. I was the honorary uh, chairperson for the Susan G. Coleman Walk uh, one time. And then, you know, it, it, uh, and I'm also a member of the National Breast uh, Cancer Coalition. Uh, those, those are important organizations, the things at which I feel It gives me another voice and gives me information that I can talk about with most any group. And one of the things that you know, even though we talk, you're talking about male breast cancer. One of the things we have to also be aware of is to when we're that caregiver, whether it be for that uh, the spouse or girlfriend that might have that breast cancer. How do we view them in that situation? I've been in situations where uh, women have spoken to me about how their male partner has left them because they didn't feel that they were. Uh, that that lady was no longer whole. I, I value life and yes. women too much for
1: that. It's, it's a real deal. Yes, it's real out
0: there.
1: And 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 that's why we have to talk about mm-hmm. stuff like this. And and that's why see that's why I wanted to focus on the wellness side, on 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 the mental part of it, because like you said, in, uh, a lot of individuals can't deal with their mate or their partner. Having something that's like breast cancer that will dismember them, if you know, and I've heard this from men before, and I like to say I've heard this from women that I talked to that their partner turned their back on them when they had to have a mastectomy because they didn't feel like they were a, a complete woman. But that's right there is when they need us the most.
0: Absolutely. Not when
1: somebody needs you the most, that's that. That's when. You can be a, a positive example to somebody
0: and bless somebody's life. So, um, well, and, and uh, when Ron, I we're appreciate talking you. about this. Uh, what message are we sending if we're doing that as African American men or as men? Period. What message are we sending to our kids? You know, yes. our sons, our daughters. What message are we sending to them? I tell you what, I, I, if you, I'd be happy. You have my number. I, I'm a school teacher, and the bell just rang. I have a class coming in in about 30 <laughs> seconds. But I would have okay. to come to Columbus, meet and greet, the small group, large group. It doesn't matter. And like I said, I'm happy to spread my voice to help in any way possible. Okay. Oh, you, you, I'll I see the 937. So you're in Dayton. Yes. And,
1: uh, Brother Coleman, I, I will be in touch with you. My show is usually at 9 p.m., and I will be in touch with you because I want to do another show with you. I thank you. I appreciate you for sharing this, for sharing your testimony and your journey. And again, hey, thank you for being in the barber zone and go on, help oh, all you. you. I hear you being a teacher, so thank you, thank you, brother. I thank you. So have uh, an awesome day. Thank you, thank you very much for having
0: me. Day. Thank you. Have a blessed day, yes, God yes. bless. Thank yes. you. Y'all, y'all in the Barber
1: Zone with your man, Chavez, right here on Blog Talk Radio, com slash Barbazone or barberzoneradio.com. Y'all, we are talking about breast cancer, men's cancer, and mental wellness. So, you we just had the brother Ron Coleman, who was a two-time male breast cancer and prostate cancer survivor. So, well, as Mary told me, overcomer. So, I thank him. I appreciate him for pouring into the show. So, um, but that was something he just made me think about, Mike. When you last time you got your yeah. physical, did they che- did they check your breast area?
0: Nope,
1: not at all. That's it that's, that's interesting right there. So, brothers, that next time you get a physical. You, that's something you need to ask your doctor That's something we need to have Put on the checklist Is breast cancer uh, You know Have 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 your pec area checked Because before the brother just said that I never ever even thought about that You know They want us to do it But when we go to the doctor That's not added on the list of our physical That's but, something but, Chavez
2: uh, yeah. Chavez the reality of it is yes, that Dr. May that Dr. May not know how to properly do an exam. But that's another problem. Well, that's that that's, is that's another
1: problem that the doctor would not even know or be aware enough to even give us that uh, 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 uh that check. Wow. That's something to think about right there. So from what what the Brother Ryan said is we may start out with breast cancer, and it may, you know, cause another cancer that's checked that they find, but they never get our breast cancer. So it may be individuals dying from breast cancer where, you know, they get your prostate cancer and out and all your colon cancer or whatever, but you still have those masks in your chest, that may be a reason that, you know, some brothers are taken taking taking out, out of here because of the lack, let's say the of lack of information because of the doctors also.
2: So and That is very true. That,
1: that's something that, you know, that may be, that that needs, needs to be addressed in somehow some fashion to be able to get that on the checklist for, you know, male physicals, especially at the age that we're at, you know, we're at 50. So brothers, you got to go get that colonoscopy. We're at that time. So if they're checking for our colon, the rectal cancer and prostate cancer and all that, we need to be able to raise awareness about male breast cancer. So, wow. But here's one more thing, Chavez.
2: Men are being diagnosed with prostate cancer. Younger and younger, they're in their mid yes. to late thirties, getting prostate cancer, yes. and there is a very real possibility that that may have been the result of having a a, a primary cancer, which could be breast cancer that just went undetected, and that has metastasized yes. into other areas.
1: Yeah, because we we need to we need to know the numbers. Of, you know, like you say, we we get our, we get your prostate. They start checking prostate cancer in men at uh, at thirty five. I know I first had my first one when I was like thirty five. But like you say, back then nobody said anything about breast cancer, so we don't know if you know young men are getting it when you know they're in high school and. You know, since that's not anything that we test is our is our peck area. We're so busy building our pecs up to have our chest, you know, the biggest and poked out and got your shirt filled out. But nobody says, check it for a mask. Check it for mm-hmm. a mask. And if we And if we do feel something, since we're not educated enough to know that sign, we just, like we said before, we just take it as, you know, a lump. It's a pimple it'll go away, it's, you know, it's, it's a part of my workout build up. But, no, brother, that's abnormal. That's not supposed to be there. So yeah, this is, after doing this show, this is something else we need to talk about. Besides just, you know, our, our, our mental wellness and, you know, our depression and our anxiety and our stress and our trauma, this is something else that needs to be brought up is, Male breast cancer, because with just us few individuals that's been here on the show, we realize that it's not even addressed by our doctors.
2: That's not even,
1: wow. That's not even a check for the test from our doctors. So how will we even know if if nobody ever, ever brings that up to us? Wow, I'm enlightened. <laughs> but all right, y'all, <clears throat> you're in the Barber Zone with your man Xavier, right here at Block Talk Radio, com slash Barber Zone, or hit us at barberzoneradio.com. Yo, the number is 563-999-3404. Uh nine 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 three four zero four. We've got what a little less than fifteen minutes on here for your lunch break. Get your head right in the Barber Zone today. Um, we're talking about breast cancer, men, and mental wellness. So I see we still got a few individuals on the line. Um, let's call in. Thank you, thank you, thank you for calling in. I appreciate you taking the time. If you want to say something, if you want to add to the conversation, the number is 563 999 3404, and just simply press 1, and it lets me know that you have something to say and you want to add to this topic. Maybe you want to share your story or, you know, you just want to uh, share information that you had on this topic right here. So, yeah, what's going on? We got Smith and Dean walking in the building. Yeah, y'all, I'm doing this show straight live right here from the barber shop. So other uh, barbers in here cutting hair and doing what they do. We got Smith Dean walking in the door. Smith, we talking about men's breast cancer, man, mental health. So. Yeah, yep, yeah. we get it, we got it. So, but y'all, in the barber's on, we got a few more minutes. Um, Miss Mary, give us your <laughs> organizations <laughs> yes. again, give them your numbers if anybody wants to get in contact with you, they want to donate or whatever.
2: Um, our primary organization is Christians Overcoming Cancer, and the website is www.christiansovercomingcancer.com. We have a Facebook page for the Hairstyle and Beauty for Hope campaign. And, you know, we ask people to donate via that. We have our hands of hope. We're always doing something to raise money. And so anyone wants to make a donation, they can via the website. If they want to talk, my phone number is 614-805-1253. All I request is you send me a text message first so that way I can um, be prepared to accept the call, and we can talk about it. My email address is mary at Cancer dot com, or hairstyles the number four hope at gmail dot com. Here it is. Okay, let me see.
1: Sarah just said. Let me see if we get a call in real quick. Yeah, y'all. So there, there are options. When, when you you know when you're when you're being diagnosed with a cancer or whatever, there are alternatives out here because what a lot of people don't know, and I didn't know before, you know, having the conversations and having the relationship that I do with Barry, is that those organizations they they're focused on research, they're focused on the medical side of you know, getting rid of the cancers, you know, determining them and finding ways to uh, destroy the cancers, you know, find a ways to, you know, effectively prevent cancers and stuff like that. They're not in the business of assisting the individuals who are actually going through the fight, going through the struggle. So um, if you were on the show earlier, you would have heard Ms. Mary say that, When she was diagnosed, she went to the organization. She went to the church. She went to individuals to help her with her day-to-day life while she was going through the battle because, you know, I've never been through it, but I've seen individuals go through it. You go through the chemo, you go through every treatment, and it makes you so weak. Uh, It makes you where you're not able to work and, you know, barely function. So you still have to take care of Columbia Gas and A P and the City of Columbus water, you still have to take care of that stuff. Along with fighting this battle. So um it's gotta be hard, but you know, there are individuals out here, options out here for you while you're going through. So, um, 'cause it's gotta be hard for a sister or brother to have to to have, you know, a head full of hair and all of that and then one day you find out that you have a that you have cancer and you're going to lose it. That's got to do something to you mentally, not just the physical it did pain, me. but the mental thing. So, yeah, yeah it's got, you know it's it, it, got to be. It, and so it did that's, me. Yeah, so that's where that's where we need that's where we need hope. You know, help for individuals going through the process. So, Miss Mary, I appreciate you, appreciate you for everything they do dig up you are a you are a warrior, a survivor, a an over- overcomer and then a mentor for other individuals who are going through. You know, it's like it's like we don't know the things we say, the things we do and how they affect each other. You know, but the things that you're doing are affecting somebody in a positive way that's going through a situation that they don't see the end of the light. I mean they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. But seeing you, seeing your videos, seeing you at the show, seeing your movement, that is blessing and helping somebody in a way that me and you will ever know. But all of it, all this stuff we do at the end of the day is to glorify God and do the work that he put us on this earth to do and have to make the life of his people better. So, I thank you, I thank you, Miss Mary, for all of that. Because, yo, when I met Mary, I was working at Chiefs doing job placement and all that, and she came in requesting services. So I know her walk. I know what she's been through. So thank you again for all you do and what you're doing for our industry because we got so many barbers and stylists that don't even, that we don't have medical insurance and we're not going to the doctor and just with you going to the shows you make people think about going to the doctor. So thank you again, Miss Mary Jenkins.
2: <laughs> you are very very welcome. Um can I can I I, I want to put one thing out there cuz there's actually a barber in the Columbus area. She um okay. her 12-year-old son is currently battling brain cancer and I okay. sent you the link um, we're asking for donations to help the family because she's got other children as well. And you know, it was brought to my okay. attention that while her son's battling cancer, at times she has left his side to go cut somebody's hair because she got to make money to pay bills.
1: Okay. Well, send me that. Send me that link again. And I just sent, I'll, I'll I sent, sent sure it to
2: you. Get it up. Oh, sent I sent to it to me? you. Okay. Um. So, yeah, yeah I, I already sent it to you in the group.
1: Okay. So yeah, I, I, I'll make sure that that get out and and we get them some resources, man. Because we got we got to help people, you know, the best way we can. So again, again, I appreciate you and y'all. We've come to, end, to the to the end of the show because one, I got a great cut here. <laughs> but y'all, I thank y'all for spending this time in the barber zone with your man Chavez talking about breast cancer, men's breast cancer. And our mental wellness. So, um, be sure to join us next Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will be saluting our survivors and sharing our overcomers of this thing we call breast cancer. So, uh, you're not you're not one to hear me in, in public and stuff use vulgar words, fuck cancer. <laughs> you know what I mean? We gotta <laughs> we gotta get rid of it. And, and, well, you know what, Ms. Ben, you said something about not being able to get rid of it. I had a client who was uh, uh, like a cancer research doctor, and she said that there's so many types that we will never be able to get rid of it, but we can get rid of the, some, some of the ones that affect us and, you know, uh, the more common ones. So um, big up for everybody that's doing the thing on that side for the reverse for the research and the prevention. But uh big dig up to you for the uh things you do for the people that are affected. So thank y'all again. Come to the end of the show and um be sure to become a fan of the show. Go to the Blog Talk radio uh page, go to the Facebook page and and you know, do something for somebody else. Come get your head right until next week. You're in the Barber Zone with your man, Shavance. Have an awesome day. Peace.
2: You as well. Thank you for having me.
1: Yes, well, Have a
2: great one.